And welcome everybody back to another episode of the Cashflow Asian Show. You know, I'm super excited today, you know, because I got to interview, you know, the top 10, the top 10 team in my group. And, you know, Sean, you know, so excited to speak to you. And Helen, you know, super, super excited to talk to you as well. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's go ahead and um, get started. You know, like I told you guys, you know, um, number one, really the objective of the call, you know, is it's really to for for me to get to know you, right? Because you know, everybody in my group, they they are not a number, right? These are real people, you know, I, and I really care a lot for them. I, I I want to take all the chance I can to get to know everybody in my group a little better, so I can support you, you know, in any way I I, I possibly can. Yeah. Thank you. And then it's gonna give you a chance to tell your story. You know, you I know that you're gonna have an amazing story to share, especially with your background, the way you know you, especially Helen. You know, from from a newbie all the way to the top ten, uh, top ten in the group. You know, you have so much to share to all the real estate agent out there who is you know struggling. You know, um, they might think about you know like, hey, you know, um, if I want to be like Sean, like Helen, you know, what is the step that you're gonna take, right? That they're gonna take. Yep. Um. But yeah, let's start from the beginning, you know, uh, and I actually want to find out myself as well. So, um, Sean, you can go first and then Helen, like what is your professional life before you even get a real estate license? Okay, so first of all, thank you for having us We again. A great uh, pleasure here. I was uh, trained as a chemical engineer, master's degree. I was working as a professional uh, engineer uh, and then I got into uh, a restaurant business. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, then I made a uh, change to uh, uh, the real estate business. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What about Helen? Uh, yeah, I was um, um, uh, I was the owner of some beauty salons. And then uh, I was an instructor for cosmetology. Okay. CND. Wow. Well, so, so let's, um, let's go down a little bit, you know, like... Uh, I mean, chemical engineer all of a sudden going to real estate, you know, like how, how could that happen? <laughs> well, so, you know, I really didn't believe in uh, real estate business in the U.S. because I always thought that uh, the appreciation of the properties here were too low compared to in the environment that I grew up in India. I know, right? Yep, I agree with that. But then I came across uh, more concepts like, you know, short-term rental investments uh, in, in other segments of real estate like fix and flippers and other things and i started getting interested in it and we're still learning a lot and then uh, when you look at those investments in general uh, basically returns cash on cash returns make sense and i have a, a inclination towards uh, investments in general and i thought this was an opportunity to get into what i thought i always loved and uh, actually helen was the person that drug me into it first and then I'm like, oh, uh, whatever, you know, so, and that's how I got into it. Really. Oh, she wrapped you into it. That's right. How about you? <laughs> okay. Well, so, so who started in, in the whole, uh, in, in the restaurant industry first? Is it you or is it Helen? That's me. So, uh, with, so I got fired as a chemical engineer. And <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Uh, before getting fired, uh, I already had a lease signed up and stuff for, you know, restaurants. Um, uh -huh. I guess whatever happened. And so when I got fired, I was smiling, <laughs> you know, <couldn't... laughs> anyway, so I jumped into restaurant industry. I wanted to be in a service industry in the U S at the time. Uh, and then, uh, uh, it, it was a it, restaurant is a lot of work. And, and at some point in any business, you gotta think if you want to double down 
and grow faster and what it's going to take to be there. And is it a right sector for you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of business? And, uh, you know, I got there. I uh, made a lot of efforts. I enjoyed that a lot. I learned a lot from restaurant industry. Uh, and then Helen just basically said, hey, you spend a lot of time away from, uh, you know, children and, and this whole thing. If there was any better way, if I could show you that uh, real estate could work for us, would you make that change? So I'm like, all right. Uh, I was very doubted. Wow. You know, the whole thing, but yes, she, she changed my mind. Wow. So Helen is really, you know, the, the, the woman behind, you know, all the, uh, all the changes and all the uh, motivation. Um, so Helen, um, from, from the cost, from the cosmetology, uh, uh, G industry, like all of a sudden, you know, you move into real estate. Could you describe, you know, like, why would you make that change? Because there's a lot of Asian, uh, I mean, not Asian, but people, you know, they in the same shoe as you, they doing something that they don't like, or they always thinking about, you know, like, Hey, should I go to real estate? So could you could you speak to the people you know and 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 tell them about your experience how how can you transform something completely different to real estate oh um thank you for your question at first um usually when we open a salon we always looking for the area and um we do we do you know you, we do the calculate ourselves we're looking for the place we have to find out if the play demographic is good and then we get our own lease um, we learn a lot do, during the time, like couple salon, and you know that it's so much to learn. So one day I'm thinking I had to depend on the agent a lot to find ah. that. Even though I find a play, my, I found a play myself. I do, um, I make a deal with the landlord myself, but then I still have to have the, um, the, um, the agent to help me with some paperwork that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So then I had to learn that myself. <laughs> So yeah, I, I love it. So we make um we make I mean we make the deal for our lease for the salon and for the restaurant ourselves. And yep. then how Yep. So so you are really similar to me, Sean and Helen, you know, I'm because I'm in the same boat before, right? I have a real estate agent who took me around to see investment property. And all of a sudden I was like, man, I'm the one who do all the work. You know, I'm the one who do all the analysis. I'm the I'm the one who make a decision. And the only thing that the agent does is, you know, hey, he she, he or she just really pushing paper around. Like, why should I pay them, you know, him or her? And then you get into it and then you're going to find out, you know, oh my God, there's so much work into the agency. But yeah, mm-hmm. we pretty much start in the same way, you know, like getting the license first so that we can go and buy our own investment property. So that's awesome. Information, you know, like uh, looking from outside in, people may not understand the power behind having a realtor's license you know if you're interested in the business there's so much insight that you get there's so many tools that you can use there's so many secrets that you can utilize for you and for the betterment of uh, people that you're working with like investors and then other buyers yeah yeah so you get uh you know opportunity to learn all that jiggle with all that and you know have it played to your benefit Yep, yep. And I see, you know, I, I interview so many top producing agents. I, I see one common commonality between all the people who produce on the high level. They always open and they're always willing to learn as much as they can. It doesn't matter who you talk to in what industry. If they're really successful in that industry, you know, they're always re- really, really hungry for knowledge. And I can see that in Sean. I can see that in Helen. 
Oh my God. <laughs> so good. So going back, you know, when, you know, your first year, right. And, and I remember Helen, she was so new, you know, she, she called me, you know, I would love to help her. You know, that was, you know, she, she's really, you know, like trying to figure out this real estate things out in her first year. So could you guys describe your challenge, you know, within your first year? I know that's a ton of challenge. And how do you get to your first year in real estate? I know there's so much story to tell here. <laughs> okay. So for me, I think most realtors that join the business, the first uh, most important, I think, significant challenge is to get the leads, right? <clears throat> Paperwork, everything, blah, blah, blah. You can, you know, uh, find your way around, ask people. Yep. A lot of help available, guys, more than you can imagine within the exp i just got to know where to ask you know including who he's always available one text one phone call away and then so the first most important challenge is the meat of the matter which is leads customers how do we get the customers in right i mean i'll tell you uh, myself i even held a sign on the street that said you know here's a cool realtor and i would dance to the music on the street you know in the and you cannot stop you cannot stop advertising the mm. number one thing that i believe in this business you have to advertise everything that worked works for me not necessarily will work for some other person but you have to find your way you have to yeah. find your comfort zone or your uh sustainable way to get to these leads you know and perpetually keep generating you know leads one after another so number one challenge in the first year uh, I've been only in this business for about 18 months now. Oh, wow. Three months were the most difficult months for me because I just, I was struggling on how to uh, basically generate leads, you know. And then uh, once you get past that, once you get uh, a, a clear, not clear, but somewhat uh, a clearer part, you know, path to understanding what people respond to. Mm. What, unique personality for your own product, then that's when you start feeling like, yes, I'm, go I'm gonna have some traction here. You know, so so number one thing is most of the times generating leads, where do I get it from? You know, and the, the answer for me was just never stop. Keep doing everything you can. People, TikToks, you know, uh, go out on the street, you know, whatever it, it, it needs to be, you know. Yeah. Yep, um, Helen, you've, um, you're more than welcome to add. But um, since on this topic, uh, do you have anything to add to that, Helen? That's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Sean mentioned some something really good, so I, I want to dive into it a little bit. You know, a lot of realtors, you know, they just don't know how to uh, advertise themselves, right? This is something that we don't actually learn in school unless you're in, like, business school. So could you, if you don't mind sharing, could you just dive, dive a little bit, you know, like what, advertise, what advertisement that worked for you? And mm -hmm. how a new agent can actually, you know, using that to to get to jumpstart their business. Right. So first of all, tell you guys, in my opinion, you have to know a product. You have to know something that you can create for people. Right. Number one thing I believe in in the in the real estate is you got to wake up and think about how you're going to make money for others. Okay, that's your product. Your product is how you're going to make money for others, and you got to clear. You got to think of that with a very clear and straight heart all right you got to say focus if i was there i was this person what would i do in this market so you got to come up with a product number one uh that product could be let's say investment of this type or buying house for this reason or it could be a simple really good loan program for example that would work for any primary buyer with you know whatever minimum things that 
that they may qualify for. So you got to you got to have that punchline, that product that either is going to work with an investor or going to work for a primary buyer or what have you, right? Uh -huh. And then you talk about it everywhere. Okay. Do, you know, do uh, planks, do do whatever signs you can. Talk to people, make phone calls. You know, uh, and and that's when you start getting traction. You have to have a product in your hand. Right. It's not just going after people. You can't just say, I want to buy it. I want to buy it. Yeah. I think it's better to attract buyers than to chase buyers. I love that, it. Right. Have a product so powerful that any person that's scrolling down phone looks at this product and says, you know what? I'm going to give a call. I'm going to give this guy a call. See what's going on here. There's a punchline on there that says, blah, blah, blah. Right. Punch Let me find I love it. Right. Why is this guy saying this again and again? He's doing this monkey kind of dance, blah, blah, blah. But there's a message on the screen. We want to know that. What's going on? What's what's that investment? It might be good for. So people connect through different levels. They connect through languages. They connect through music, connect through emotions like, you know, a funny TikTok or uh, even your look. Hey, this guy looks like me. This guy has a funny nose like me. All right, I might call him. He's just, you know, so <laughs> love it. Find your own way to connect with people and always have a punchline. Don't just do stuff for no sale point there, right? I'm just doing dancing TikTok, but there's nothing to sell. Don't do that. I don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's another way to do that. If you were in a mainstream influencer business, yes, I can understand that. For me, I always have, uh, you know, like punchline. Why am I there in front of people? Why? Simply to sell stuff. Yeah. So that's how I basically operate. Go all out. Find number one thing is, Find a product, right? And then find different ways to reach out to people about that product. Wow, I love it. So so what is um, one of, uh, and, and Helen, you know, feel free to chime in. What is one of your favorite channel to push out a message? What is working for you uh, so far? Uh, he he does all the advertisement. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm really shy away from like uh, camera and stuff. He does all that. So wow. me, TikToks, you know, uh, I do TikToks, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, right? I, uh, okay. Uh, and I, I do talk to people. And the thing about uh, what I like doing is in investments, once you show some investors or one person even that a certain product works, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, next thing you know is you'll have more people than you can find houses for. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So... First, you have to understand uh, math. You know, it's not a rocket science. You know, it's a simple real estate math. You have to understand how much does it take to go into this kind of investment, how much you get back over a year. And mm -hmm. then you got to talk to them in, in their terms, not like a super rocket science. So cash on cash return, for example, is the whole, you know, everybody wants to talk about that. What is it? Google it, you know, understand it, what it means. It's not a rocket science. It's not something. So you have to, you have to know the product. You have to know the math, right? And uh, uh, get that math straight onto, you know, uh, TikToks, Reels, social media. These people that do paper advertisements, uh, you know, magazines and whatnot, whatever works for you. I don't think there is a, such a thing that is bad advertisement. It's just you have to see what works for you. What is the segment that you're targeting, right? Uh, I can't discount a certain idea. I, this guy does it this way. Uh, that's just stupid. No, not really, guys. This, that thing is working for that person, right? It may not work for you, but then find that 
one thing that works for you, you know, and, and then just advertise. Wow. So advertisement, you know, TikTok, you know, really have a punchline. I love that word, you know, have a punchline in all your messages and then just keep pushing it out, you know, in any way, you know, and mean possible. That is amazing. Right. So, you know, even TikToks and any social media, right? You don't want to have more than a line or two on there, but they have to be catchy, like super catchy. Like, oh, wow, this guy wants a zero down, zero closing cost house, for example. Right. So how is that even possible? You got to figure out all the math behind it. You got to have a team ready. If someone calls, if someone calls me about a TikTok today, I can have the whole deal done within three hours. But it literally happens, guys. A guy from Hawaii, I do get a great, great example. A guy from Hawaii saw my TikTok call me. We got into track the next day. We had a pre-approval letter ready for him within three hours. Okay. Holy, holy. From that uh, first phone call. And then that guy went on to buy four houses, you know. No way, congratulations. Just, uh, thank you. It's just the way uh, we attract customers, you know, have the math ready. You, there, there's no gimmick there that says, oh, you know what? You're not trying to hide anything. Mm -hmm. You have, people will ask difficult questions. You got to know those answers yourself first. You'll yep. go through some bad experiences first, but you'll get your math perfected. No, I love it. I love it. And one thing I want to point out, since you mentioned Hawaii, I think most of the people, you know, they live, uh, we live in Houston. We kind of take, you know, the housing price over here for granted. But, you know, it's just like Sean, you know, we, if you understand the math and you look at, you know, some pocket of neighborhood, there's a lot of houses, you know, they're still for sale. Like when I look at this this morning, amazing, amazing three, three bedroom, two bedroom, you know, they still for sale for like 180, 190, mm -hmm. 200, you know, 240, and you can lease it. You can totally cash flow and you, you can totally, you know, um, capture the appreciation in, in the years coming, right? Absolutely. So, this market for that uh, matter, you know, I know that interest rates are high and stuff like that. Inventory is low, guys, but but people are negotiating, right? Yeah. Don't shy negotiating, right? And, and even in negotiations, this is what I want to say for seller agents, especially. I come across a lot of seller agents in, mm -hmm. in here. Don't be emotional. Emotions yep. do not get the deals done. Numbers do. Yep. All right. If you counter people instead of saying, oh, I'm insulted, I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you are doing a disservice to your seller, to your client. If you're being, I'll tell you a good example. The house that I closed on last week, this seller agent, the listing agent, had actually blocked my text message and phone calls only because she thought we were asking too much. I had to go to the block all that and had to get it to get her to close. Oh, wow. So the emotions have very little you know, place in this whole thing. Uh, you have to know the math. You have to counter, always counter. Come on. Math is the only way we close the deal. Emotions is not the way to close the deal, guys. Don't feel insulted. Nothing is. Just say someone gives you half of the offer of what you're asking. Don't be just like, oh, I'm insulted. Well, how about this? How about can your seller or buyer come to this, right? I mean, that's when you're making progress. So, you know, keep focus, keep, keep to the math, keep to the numbers and get stuff done. Wow, Sean, I have no idea. We have so much in similarity. This is exactly how I found all my deal for investment as well, right? I mean, we're just going to tell the seller agent to say, hey, you know, I understand you're listing at, at this much, but, you know, based on the current environment of the interest rate, you know, based on the number that we're trying to get it, you know, this is the maximum reasonable offer that we can, you know, have for you. Why would you might help me, you know, talk to the seller to see how he's feeling about it? And then I believe we can work something out, right? That's, you know, 
and and remember we're two people in there we're there for a reason the seller agent and the buyer agent right we're here to keep the chaos away from the actual parties right and so we got together in this game it's not two parties like hey who you are in another party and i'm not we're not enemies we're trying to work this together and manage expectations of these parties right i might even tell you hey brother look this might work how about this why don't we just because the real interest here is to close both these properties both these parties are only going to win when they close they yeah. want they want a really fantastic investment opportunity. If you just keep going hard at negotiating, none of these people will be with the house. Nobody yeah. will. The realtors don't get paid. The parties don't get to close. And, and there's no money in nobody. So you have to work in a way that these realtors are actually same party. They're trying to manage expectations of two different parties. Yeah. And you know, agreement and close. Wow. Helen, why, why have you been hiding this guy? He is amazing. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, Sean, you know, um, you know, for people that's watching the show, you know, what Sean just shared is just gold. You know, this is this is how, you know, like just like I say, you know, an offer is an offer. And, you know, as a, as a listing agent, I'm obligated to present that offer, right? You just have to, you know, learn how to present the offer and then you have to let the seller make, make an informed decision and keep the emotional out, out of it. Because right. if you don't work together with the other realtor to get the deal done and then nobody get paid, you know, Sean, you nail, you, you, you nail the, 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 the nail on, on that one. <laughs> I'm so glad you say that. Yeah. Cause people, they kind of miss, you know, they misunderstood about what it means to be a realtor. You know, they, they don't have a punchline like you say, and then, you know, I mean, if, if, if I'm giving you asking price for your house, I'm basically giving my money away, right? I mean, what's the fun in that? You know, let's negotiate. Let's make it a win-win. You know, let's get something done. <laughs> I'm not going to give you my money. Very good point here. What's the fun in all that? You have to learn to love negotiating. You have to learn to be respectful about it. You have to learn new tactics of communication, right? Every every opportunity, every negotiation is an opportunity to be opportunity to be perfecting a certain communication skill, a certain aspect of a deal, a certain way to ask for more money or, you know, make both parties happy, whatever it is, you know, offer this, offer that, and then get it done. You know, so that's a very important thing. Have fun with it. You know, not just if it was just a simple paperwork, like you go out and get a candy at a Walmart, you know, we wouldn't be as interested. I There's, know. I wasn't finding that. <laughs> so yeah, have fun while you do it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, um, I'm, I'm so glad we have this conversation. And again, Helen, you know, feel free to chime in. I know you shy, but you know, you, you, you have, you know, your wealth of information is just so, so much. So, you know, feel free to chime in to the conversation. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, remember we like I had a lot of trouble with seller agent. Yeah, like, I met crazy seller agent, and I call <laughs> you for the help. Yep. So, that we even need a lawyer, right? Yep, yep, yep. So um, we both learn from all that. And then um, the thing is, after you learn one hard K, you always get better. Yep, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, um, so moving on, you know, so now, um, so now, you know, you have a, so now you have a very, um, very successful business as a real estate agent. Um, could you tell me your, um, your, your, your goal and vision in the next, you know, um, two, three, or even five years, like what, where do you two see yourself grow 
you know uh, from this right i know that you're in a beautiful tesla right now and you go to get you know moving on to a ferrari you know a lamborghini you know what is your goal in the next two three years you know share, share that with everybody so uh honestly guys i'm just starting out in this business i'm uh in my, into this so i don't i believe that i don't know enough to set a goal yet so i'm not five years out guy yet you know i mm -hmm. want to learn All I know is I want to learn and grow fast. So I want to learn as many segments as possible. For example, now we're into fix and flippers. Now we're into remodeling. Now we're into short-term rentals and investments. Now we're uh, also, huh? yeah, building uh, new uh, projects, land development projects. You know, no way. There's so many different segments in a realtor's life, a real estate person's life. Uh, we want to learn it all. And then we want to, one thing we have to constantly keep in keep in our mind is how fast are we growing compared mm -hmm. to how we went to bed last night right you have to wake up and you have to think about how i'm gonna basically you know double up triple up on my my way of doing things you know sometimes we are in our own way of growth we're saying we're not going to do this we're not going to do this blah 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 but then when when you're when you get enough time uh, somewhat less, free time, uh, you know, then you have to think about all these different things that are available within that uh, business uh, sector, you know, like all these different real estate investments vehicles. There are people today, trust me guys, and this is always the case throughout the world. There are people sitting on the money looking for agents and, uh, you know, investors or uh, entrepreneurs like ourselves. Yep. They're hoping that there is a rising star out there with an amazing idea that is capable of one, explaining and calculating, number two, executing the project, okay? You want to be that person. You want to look for opportunities. You want to, all you want to do is wake up and look for deals, wake up and look for ways to make money for people, right? Not just one or two sectors, but basically, hey, how would I, explain to an institutional investor who has, let's say, $200 million on his hand uh, to invest in Houston in what ways or, or Texas or whatnot, you know, the further you go on those numbers, uh, the more challenging it becomes. It also sounds almost like dramatic thing, right? Some little guy uh, engineer from last year is trying to put together a $200 million project. That's how you feel yourself. Stop judging. Get serious. Practice all your authoritative, you know, uh, uh, powers and say, what am I going to do if I were to invest, let's say, $50 million or even if a smaller number, let's say $3 million. So guys, just imagine your situation. Come up with products. Be interested in the market. It's a lot of work. Okay. It's a lot of work. Nobody makes progress in life without putting in huge amount of work. Nobody yeah. does. Okay, so don't be under impression that, oh, it's all flexible, real estate, I want it to be easy, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work like that, right? Two things about real estate are true. The most amazing thing about real estate business is you have no boss. The worst thing about real estate is you have no boss, okay? Which means there's nobody's going to come kick you in the in the rear in the morning and say, Sean, you're sleeping, you're going too slow. Yep. That's a dangerous situation. So you are your own boss. You got to wake up and think about ways to double up, triple up. When you feel like you understand the whole thing, then maybe set a goal for five years, you know, 10 years. Five years in today's 2023 for a guy like me is a long time. <laughs> yeah. My wish is to, you know, the desire is to retire in five years. <laughs> yeah.
you know, so uh, we have to double up every single time. Man, Sean, love it. Go yeah. ahead, Helen. Um, you know, also for investment, um, it's not like you had to have a lot of money to investment. Sometimes you don't have to have any dog. You still can invest with us. Like you can still own a house. You still can have your investment, your rental with zero dollars. Yeah. That's there you go. Have to, uh, have to own your investment with zero now. Contact Helen and Sean right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ways to do a lot of things, guys. You got to have a realtor with your solid realtor that knows loan program. So uh, a difference between a regular real estate strategy and a, and a, a stronger one is knowing loans, you know, what loans you have available, yeah. including private investment, private, uh, private loans right now, you know, with the high interest rates, even private lenders have become competitive, right? Oh, yeah. I have more, I have more and more buyers today, investors that are closing quickly, with private money than I had oh. last year, right? So it's just becoming more and more interesting. I have a lot of resources like many other realtors in town do. They know uh, good loan officers, they know good private lenders, whatever situation you may have, we can figure out a deal. You know, find you a good realtor that is interested in the business and then boom, go from there. You will, you will a good realtor can change your portfolio. Okay. I'm so, what do I sign up to work with you, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is amazing. So to go ahead. We learn from you. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so, so two things, you know, I, I want to give it a plug, you know, to our community EXP and our team legacy really quick. You know, we have so many professional here. Um, you mentioned, uh, in, uh, you, you mentioned hedge fund. Um, go ahead, you know, for everybody who's watching this video, uh, if you're in EXP, go uh, go ahead and sign up for Institutional Investment Service Certification Training right now, right? Our company, you know, we we are beginning to partner with so many big hedge funds, you know, around the world. And then they start to find certified agent, let's say in Houston, to start, you know, work directly with the, uh, you know, with the hedge fund, right? To buy and dispose property for them. So go to workplace, find Institutional Investment Service, and get certified, right? Because a lot of lead, a lot of deal is going to be coming from that program. Yeah. And then the other, uh, and then the other, um, the, 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 the other point that Sean mentioned, I want to recap it because it's so good, right? When you strongly believe in your deal, Sean, you know, like I have some of the realtor, I don't know if you know them like Michael Stavi, because he strongly believe in the deal uh, that he bought, that he get for his client. He's willing to give up his commission, you know, to be able to partner as the LP, as a limited partner on the back end. So that way, number one, right? Because if you don't need the money now, you know, you can you can part your commission in the deal. You pay no income tax. And then, you know, you 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 actually work on the side with your investor and development that and development project as well. So there's just so many ways to make money. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for bringing that point. To that point, let me say this too. Very true, guys. Investors are not some, you know, really super smart rocket scientists or anything like that. No. Investors are keen people someone who understands math not the deals math right mm -hmm. as realtors in this industry it's our role to bring them opportunities that will make money they will ask you right questions they will get into deals that are appropriate for them but for your uh, own task every day you got to look for opportunities that will make so much money for them with conviction right if you were not just say hey, there's out there there's land for sale blah 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 just go take a look at it. no you can't do that you got to get the land, 
you you got to get run the comps. You got to talk to builders. You got to get the whole project together. You say, all right, this is how much it's going to take. Let's say $16 million to put in. And here's how much you're going to get per unit. And here's how the cash on cash. Learn all these terms, right? You don't have to be an engineer to do these calculations. That's the beauty of it, guys. I was, a, I was an engineer, but that doesn't mean that I really have a great math skills or anything like that. Nothing more than what a high school level math uh, takes to, to do these calculations. If the calculations are too complicated, the deal may be actually flaky, right? You got to be able to do that mind math in your mind. It's like, all right, I'm going to put in $100,000. I'm going to get back 120, 130, whatever that number may be. Most times good investments uh, can be done just by, you know, sniffing stuff like, you know, back of the envelope calculations. Does this make sense? Ask right questions. But more importantly, have a supporting data for it, right? Don't just go and say, oh, I promise you this is going to be happening. Don't say that. Say, hey, look, in last three months, this is what has happened in that area, right? Boom. Then you give this, uh, this information, wealth of information to this. And they will be after you. You know, they, these people will love it. They'll be like, oh, whatever you say, Sean, I've got at least eight, nine investors that say, where do, what do I sign? What do I sign? Just send me whatever, you know, because they feel like they've gone through enough uh, rigorous calculations that mm -hmm. I have for them. And I, when I have my own conviction, I present it that way and say, hey, you know what? I think this will make money because X, Y, Z happened in the last three months in that zip code, in that subdivision, in that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, I love it. You know, um, real estate. I, I tell people all the all the time, real estate is just math. You know, and you don't need calculus. You don't even need pre-calculus. This is like Sean say, high school math. And if you can just get that right, and then have supporting evidence to back it up. And if it's too complicated, it's not a deal. You know, move on, move right. to the next deal. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Awesome, man. We're getting uh, really to the end of the show here. Um, I gonna ask. Um, I gonna move on to the next segment of uh, of, of the show. Uh, about you know just uh, about time management right i mean i would love to work you know 18 hour a day but you know as a matter of, of fact we have family i know uh, you have kids yes yeah right so we all have a family to grow you know we all have things to do outside of real estate so how do you you know like you know um not matters but how do you you know kind of control the time and make sure that you know your 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 other stuff like family health you know obviously you look super healthy here how do you manage all that to make sure you have like uh you know like a well-rounded life okay i will so i'm not a good person to, to <laughs> helen is like uh. <laughs> yeah, i don't have a good answer i'm a hundred percent workaholic guys I, I don't believe in work and life balance and stuff like that. Uh, but I do think that when you are uh, someone like me, uh, someone uh, like a crazy person, workaholic, you got to have a right person with you, uh, uh, like a CEO. I think of uh. this as a life, right? So my wife is the CEO of my life. She takes care of entire thing, okay? I mean, I wouldn't even know where my clothes would be and if they were washed or, you know, or what my kid ate that morning, or even if he did go to school or not, if it wasn't for <laughs> her created support system. She's not only the CEO of my life, but she also takes care of rigorous calculations, taking care of, you know, day-to-day -day activities, uh, running all the investment properties, management stuff. So you got to have a person that you trust and believe in, that you can work with, 
in order to you know have that balance in some way you know that you you could still do whatever you like and then i mean i'm not really i guess talking to the balance part here because i do not have a balance and do not live in the balance but the only thing that makes me feel like i have a balance in life is my wife she's oh, wow. my although i have not taken a vacation in the last 6 years uh, and where i'm with her uh, she's taking care of all the things but as well as we're we're having fun i mean you know good 30 minute beer break in a week is a vacation for me you know if i can afford a uh, you know take some time out and not look at the phone and go with my wife to a beer garden or take my son to maybe a central market to have a sandwich or whatever i made it so my my expectations from life are very minimal so i'm guilty of that uh, <laughs> as somebody that takes care of how about you helen wow <laughs> behind every man is a super successful woman helen what do you have to say to that uh, not to say i just had to try my best <laughs> well look at that yeah i i i do want to mention that spouse spouse support is super important you know i never seen any successful couple that do not work together right you know just like you see me and jenny you know a lot of successful couple in our group they all back up each other so helen thank you for what you do like really truly special shout out guys we were we we're checking out we checked out six houses on a thanksgiving day morning just before we started cooking at five o'clock that night me and both we love this stuff we love business we so i think you got to have you know some kind of understanding with your spouse to have that balance yeah. you know she doesn't have to she doesn't love she doesn't have to love your business but maybe some understanding of why you do what you do and then <laughs> maybe wow. then <laughs> wow um wow helen i mean um i think she he know your value holiday is coming i think y'all should take a break this afternoon drive straight to zadok and pick something nice for yourself oh, <laughs> awesome well helen really thank you so much for everything you do and especially you know i'm 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 i just i'm just amazed of all the super mom and all the super women in the group i don't know how y'all do it it's just you know like amazing right it's 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 hard for for me for sean and i i can't imagine you know being a mom being a wife and then you really have to be up business you really yeah. i have no clue on how you guys do it so big hat off congratulations to you helen thank you for everything women i uh, also would like to say this guys women are the best instrument the tool the personality in business yep. trust me i wouldn't be able to do even a quarter of the deals that i do today without having not only as my wife but as a woman uh, you know handling these things they're yep. just good negotiations you know they're just they have a different uh, you know uh, a mindset they have a different way of going uh, with the details and stuff like that so i think it, it's overall a great thing to have a, a woman in 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 this business yep. absolutely 100% agree with you Sean love it okay well the last two question and then uh, go ahead go ahead helen can always say the the buyer buy the house because of his wife <laughs> that's right that's exactly right so i i actually Uh, just putting some numbers together is just a thing that I do of course for people you know just to uh, project the the uh, returns and things like that but then there's a lot of other things that come with the detailed work that comes with running a, uh, an investment and Helen is such a good person for that thing that all these investors feel like all right I got a person that cares about saving $30 on that investments you know total operational cost or whatever so that level of detail 
you know Helen can really bring in. So you got to have a person, something, you know, someone like that. Uh, it's a it's a really good benefit. Wow, love it, love it, love it. Okay, well, so the last two questions I'm gonna ask, and then um, you know I'm gonna let you guys go. You know, make sure you treat Helen to out for some nice shopping today. <laughs> the last two questions. One is easy. You know, one is hard. The easy one, I think you answered that already, but I haven't heard the answer from Helen. So Helen, uh, what do you do for fun? Was, you know, something not real estate, not not, not showing houses. What do you do for fun? <laughs> houses. <laughs> what? Say that one more time. Shopping for houses. Shopping for houses. Anything that not is related to real estate, please. Shop <laughs> <laughs> for houses. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys she's 100 committed to real estate if you need a person who's gonna help you in your real estate need sean and helen is the is the guy is the couple <laughs> and in her free time she loves to eat so we spend you know <laughs> some time whenever we can we get a sit down lunch at a you know most times we're eating out of cars or you know on a drive this that but uh she likes to eat uh you know a lot of different types of food so we so every now and then we when we get a free uh some free time we we just go sit down at a restaurant and eat some you know i love stuff. it i love stuff it there, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay well um the, the last question is a hard question so you know if you want to take some time to think about it and then you answer um so i know you know in the next five years you're gonna be so successful you know you're gonna run a big real estate company you, you're you know you're gonna have so many agents who want to follow you and learn from you right all the money that you can make in the world, right? You're going to be a millionaire in the next five years, but you cannot pass any of this, you know, money to your kid. You are only allowed to pass them one advice, one advice to your kid, not money. What would that be? Woo. Woo. I would, I would <laughs> very carefully. Well, you know, I mean, we have to teach uh, our kids to always be hungry. Okay, and be, you know, never take things for granted. Uh, learn, 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 you know, uh, be hungry for knowledge, be hungry for growth, right? You have to grow. You have to understand how am I going to get from where I'm at today to double that in next whatever time, you know, a month or two or whatever approaches. So I, I would say the first thing I would want my kids to, to believe or to, to, I guess, learn to grow, you know, to just basically wherever you're at, whether it be grades, whether it be, you know, in your business, whether it be in your education, you have to say, how am I just going to say, oh, I've got, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to say that. I want to, I want to wake up and think about how I'm going to double down today and how I'm going to grow double the, the, the knowledge that I have, double the resources that I have within a certain quick, you know, amount of time. Uh, once you stop growing, you're dead, guys. You know, that there's no fun in life. There's nothing that's going to make, make you feel as good as learning and growing. So you have to always, I call it a eye at the sky. You got to always look up, you know, sky's the limit. You always have to grow and grow and grow. And you have to inculcate that in your kids. Uh, you have to say, all right, no matter where you stand, you know, you have to always say, all right, you learned this today. What's next? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I guess that's, I mean, I'm not a super philosophical person on that, uh, what to tell my kids and stuff, but I would insist on them growing every day of their lives, ask themselves, you know, what I learned today and what I'm going to do better. Yep. Yep. There's a saying that, you know, if you're not growing, you are dying, 
right? So yeah. it doesn't matter where you're at, you know, the age, you know, you just have to grow. If you're not growing and then you're dying. And then once you determine that you want to grow pretty much every day, every week, then you start looking for skills. You start looking for that knowledge. You know, you start looking for those attitudes, whatever those, uh, you know, avenues to grow are. And then that's how you grow, you know, get into different things in life and uh, you become, uh, you know, a successful person. Wow. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Helen, anything to add before we end? I'm okay. <laughs> Agree, yeah. but I'll- <laughs> okay well so um yeah sean helen thank you so much you know for you know for the past 45 minutes you know what you share just go so i just hope that you know this message is gonna get you know um out there you know to the real estate agent out there who's looking to you know get your license you know getting into real estate you know sean and helen is definitely the couple for you to look up to and to learn from so sean um if people want to follow you, uh, what is your Instagram, TikTok channel? What is your cell phone? How can people reach out to you? Houston Airbnb, that's my TikTok. Or you could do, uh, you could call me, text me straight on my cell phone, 832-808-8119. I return calls, I uh, return text messages, the best way to do it, guys. I uh, rather do everything about my business with a text message than a phone call, only because it gives all the parties involved an opportunity to think about it the message and respond in an appropriate way uh, I love I don't it. on my feet you know so, <laughs> so that's uh, you know you can reach me ask me any questions any help i mean we have vxp here that's uh, you know it has abundance of uh, knowledge and help legal uh, tactical you know great uh, realtors who is here uh, you know he's he's such a resource whatever you like you know you can call him anytime he will provide any help you like yeah, <laughs> just like us just oh like us God. you know in the beginning <laughs> I, I would ask my wife helen can you call uh, who ask you know and uh, there you go within a few minutes we would have an answer and things like that so yes uh, feel free to reach out anytime wow wow um uh, your number one more time sean 832-808-8119 okay well helen you have your separate follower. What is how how do people get in touch with you when they don't want to talk to Sean? So, <laughs> 8, 8, uh, one more time. 832-367-6888. Wow, guys, thank you so much. You know, uh I don't know what to say, but really want to thank you for your time today. And um, you know, I hope that you know this broadcast today is gonna get to the uh to the ear and hand of more and more people so that you know we can help them. Yeah. Well, thank you. Glad uh, you glad to be here. All right. Thank- All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs>